0: In this episode of This Week in Our Collective Heads, we talk about old games, new games, and we almost got to talk about ancient aliens. This weekend, our collective heads wanna put an old rumor to bed. Stereotype that you've all heard, how we're all just angry. Video game nerds, most of us have actual jobs kids and families, and cats and dogs, yeah. This weekend, our collective heads.
1: This weekend, our collective heads.
0: Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, and this is Kevin, a man who has no idea who Toby Hooper is.
1: Uh, he's a, he's a, uh,
0: it's a Marvel characters alias? Director and creator of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh. Unfortunately, he passed away today, and I wanted to make sure that, uh, that I gave my condolences at least to his family, and the only way that I know how to do, which is a show about video games. And that's what you're here for—is to watch us and listen to us talk about video game news, like we do every single week. We give you gaming news in a roundup fashion as quick as we can without trying to ramble too much about what's happening in in video games. Right. But before we get to that,
1: we have these now. Yes, we. Do. Uh, these these were made by a fan and and given to us to celebrate
0: our uh, our hundredth episode. Yes, and they're awesome. So thank you very much, Nina. Yeah. Starting out with the, the games with gold, we had, in my opinion, we have a pretty lackluster setup here. Uh, we yeah. have Forza Motorsport 5, which is probably one of the better racing games. Um, yeah. We play a lot of racing games for the up for you guys. <laughs> this is one of the better franchises, so I'm, I'm happy and excited that this is actually going to be coming out for free for us. Also getting Hydro Thunder. Which I had never actually seen on a console.
1: I've only ever seen it in the arcade. Like I like to sit down and push up the throttle and the seat bumps (laughs) up and like that's the cool part. Yes,
0: I'm excited about that because that's one of the only game. Well, there's a handful of games that I really like at arcades uh, that are still at arcades. Yeah, because a lot of them are being replaced by. Basically, larger versions of mobile phone games. So seeing this was really cool. That um, still blows me away. I don't, wait, I don't. I don't. I don't get that. You don't want to play Flappy Bird on a giant screen? No. Or or Ninja Fruit Ninja. Ninja yeah, that one. Yeah,
1: I don't yeah. play mobile games. It's dumb.
0: We also get Free.
1: Yes, I've heard really good things about this one. Uh, it's it's supposed to be like uh, Lost meets Joss Whedon meets other stuff. And uh, I've, I've heard some stuff about the way that they recorded the audio mm. and you can jump in and like start talking at any time So you can actually interrupt the oh, other that's characters cool. But they'll react to that to the fact oh, okay. that you interrupt yeah them. And like there'll be times when you're like walking through a scene while a conversation is taking place And so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what this game is all about checking it out and
0: seeing uh, If it is as good as it's supposed to be yes, we also got I sealed three yes, and um it's a game that I definitely skipped, and I can't skip it now.
1: It's, go- it's going to be a shooting so game. So
0: it's going to be a shooting game. Apparently there's vehicles that happen at one point or another. Yep. So we'll, we'll see We'll see how it is in comparison <laughs> to the recent mod- like uh, Call of Duty games. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and call it now, though. Free is going to be the highlight. I guarantee it. I guarantee you Ox- Oxenfree will be the highlight. So we'll uh, let you know about that in the Gold Plus Roundup, where we review games with Gold and PlayStation Plus games. Yes. Um, so uh, coming up to the uh, the regular news of the show, Ark Survival had some news recently uh, about the... So a couple weeks ago we actually pr- uh, talked about this, where the private servers uh, were supposed to uh, not be... Or the servers weren't supposed to get wiped right, uh, on launch. And now the... we're coming up to launch and...
1: Yeah, it's 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 a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, they're saying that like the 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 low uh, the low population, low population. servers. Yeah. So they're saying that none of the servers with like more than a dozen people are going to get wiped. So I really don't think That's this is going to affect. Right, I don't think this is going to affect many people. And I didn't want people to to freak out if if you played Ark and you you're worried about your character. Yeah. I mean, if you're just you know up and running around on public servers, you're going to be fine. Yeah. And so I just wanted to make sure that everybody knew about that. Yes. And then uh, another thing. For PC and Xbox players, uh, the Sea of Thieves uh, alpha is going to be kind of an opt-in thing, and they're just letting everybody come in. Mm. This is this is a really exciting thing from Rare, and what I keep hearing is that oh well, once you play it, you're 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 gonna get it because it it kind of looks like fun, yeah. But but it it just seems like something that uh, that's gonna be a lot more fun once once people get into it, and I I think it will be fun to. Just kind of run around on ships and run
0: around. Like I like the idea of singing shanties with actual people. Yes, that sounds cool. I think that I think that uh, the multiplayer aspect of that is going to be really fun. Um, I think it's going to be one that's going to be really cool to play um, to play in person with people. As much as online is, is is great, I think this is gonna be a great uh, great one to play as like a land party kind of kind of situation. I can see that. Um, or you know, but I, I think it's also it's just gonna be something fun to jump in and do. I just I'm hoping that there's enough to do in there um, um, in regards to the plot that keeps people going, other than just hey, get yeah. on my ship and we're gonna try to wreck another ship. Yeah, basically. But a game that I know is gonna have a lot to do is Assassin's Creed Origins. And I'm I'm happy about it uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, but one of the it's coming out October uh, 27th is the actual right. news here. But um, I'm happy about it because it's continuing to show all of these celebrities, if you will, of the time period. Because mm-hmm. you have Mark Anthony and Cleopatra and all these people who yeah. uh, are going to show up in the in the game, which I'm I'm happy about that. Uh, and I was talking to someone recently about this, and uh, this game. Uh, basically, started out in the very beginning, starting uh, working on Assassin's Creed Origins, Egypt was going to be a Prince of Persia game. Yes. And they scratched which, the game, they took the ass, which is where
1: Assassin's it. Creed came from originally. So, for me, this kind of seems
0: like back to form type of thing. To me, it came from like 20, mother, what, 15,000 years before that, which irritates me that we're starting in Egypt when you need to go back to pre Mesopotamia to start the origin story. I don't think so. After the garden? Like I think
1: I think that you can No. I I don't know anything about (laughs) Assassin's Creed. But I'm I'm like, you know, you need you need to at least get up to like big cities to make assassinations worth doing. Because Agreed. If you just kill the the chief of your tribe Mm -hmm. then you're you're in charge and there's nobody left to kill. That's not fun. But Hammurabi
0: had big cities and he's another ten thousand or was it five, ten thousand years before this? Between, call Cleopatra. Yeah. yeah, at least. I mean, this is this is real early. The thing is, you're not gonna have pretty monuments to scale. That's true. That's why we started in Egypt. <laughs> there you go. So,
1: figured that out. We have a bunch of news from from Gamescom, so mm-hmm. we're gonna gonna kind of run through those real quick. Um, PUBG on Xbox, uh, Play Around on Battleground, is is coming out later this year, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's gonna be on that's gonna be on Xbox and. They've been real cagey about uh, about whether it's a an exclusive. They keep saying, uh, you know, uh, that Microsoft is releasing it exclusively on Xbox. And it's yeah. like, well, obviously they're not publishing it on PlayStation. Correct. And so the the links that they've gone to. To say Mm -hmm. how exclusive this is without answering a yes or no question, yes or no, makes it really obvious that this is absolutely coming to PlayStation, but we don't know when. Uh, Microsoft has gotten on board with with uh, with them, and they are they are working with uh, the player unknown team Mm -hmm. and player unknown and his team to to get this whole thing out. And you you were telling me earlier that that you see this. As a really great example of a game that just came up and simply on its own merits, yeah, like nobody was telling us about that, and that's that's kind of how the indie scene goes, yeah. But this is this is one of the the biggest uh, games as far as as far as just scope and and, and uh, complexity. You I really guess was yeah. was the big thing for you.
0: Yeah, for me, it was you. You had someone who had a who had a great idea, who had connections, and had the know how. Uh, to To start the ball rolling on it, and then develop a team to make this. It's not because it's not an individual who made the made the game, <laughs> but but but, only, but they only have room for one guy's name on the front. One of the guy's box. name, yeah. So, I, I think it's a great great example of how we don't need distributors to tell us what's worth it anymore. We have games that can come out like Hellblade and others that yeah. you have a decent team who can fun who uh, can fund their project and however they fund it. Um, and when the product comes out, we can hear about it word of mouth wise and figure out whether or not it's it's actually worth it. Yes, marketing is is important. Um, uh, search engine optimization is important. There's a lot of things that still help in this digital age, but uh, I think it proves that small that games that are coming from smaller developers with a smaller budget can make a ridiculous amount of money. I think he's well they sold eighteen million copies or something. Yeah. Ridiculous it's, it's of this game. Absolutely insane. Yeah. And for a for such a small company to do that is is fantastic. And when you have other larger companies that were backed by large di- uh, distributors like Tomb Raider and they didn't quite make what they wanted to make, yeah. which I still think was a great game. And yeah. it was still a success and still profitable, not ridiculously profitable. So they considered it a failure, but this is a great example of how you don't need uh, one of those distributors to do that. You just need uh, the right word of mouth a marketing team and if you can get a quality game. And that's that's, that's that game. is one of the main things you need. Yeah. That's exactly right, in my opinion. And and they have it. They have they it in, in that game. So, yeah.
1: And then uh, we also got to see Biomutant for the first time, which looks very strange. It it it, it looks like uh, if you if you took Rocket Raccoon. Mm-hmm. Smashed him together with Cyborg and then threw him into Far Cry. <laughs> like it, it, it's it's just such a bizarre assortment yeah. of of just weird things going on in that game. And it's 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 really fun to to see all the different things that are going on. Um, there's like a Karma system, and like there there the Tree of Life you're supposed to be saving is optional. <laughs> so if you so you can like finish that. the game. Yeah. And, and so I don't even know what actually finishing the game means, but you can finish the game, yeah. and and uh, the tree of life is is it's dead, it's gone, and you're like, well, I guess everybody's gonna die now.
0: You know, just and that's gives you that
1: kind of that sounds kind of fun. So, so you've got that, it's and your story action <laughs> stuff. And I, I think there's going to be a bunch of stuff to do in here, and and the the moment-to-moment gameplay mm-hmm. looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. So this is this is definitely on my radar. We don't we don't have a release date or anything. Uh, did they say, ish? Is is this? I didn't hear. Or? I didn't hear an ish at all. Okay. Yeah. So we, we will we will keep you up to date on that. But yeah, go go check out BioMutant and see if that's something fun you want to play. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Feh. Ph- Fae, <laughs> right, Fae. That's what I said. And so this this is is, is kind of a a open world mm-hmm. kind of. It's it's got elements of Metrovania because uh, he he your little uh, silhouette wolf creature thing mm. goes around and like learns new tunes and songs from different uh, from different creatures, and that's what allows him to access new areas. Yeah. Or her or it. I don't I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm not one hundred percent. Just
0: assume it's gender. Yeah, but then I immediately <laughs> fixed it before
1: anybody was even able to call me on it. But this looks this looks weird and fun, and it looks like something I've never seen before. Which, if you've been watching the channel for a while, you know that something I've never seen before yeah. is my favorite thing in the
0: world. It looks, to, to me, like the it looks like Ori and um, like Ori had a baby with Journey uh, and was adopted by Zelda. <laughs> and and I love it. I, yeah. I really love it. The there's no there's no HUD in the game apparently. Yeah, you just kind of go around and do your thing. That's that's a thing that that I think is
1: uh, is starting to come to the forefront now because, um, and actually part of the reason for this, I was listening to an, to an interview with uh, with some of the the AC people. Um, they were using. They uh, they started working on their, uh, their, their focus testing. They actually were having people sit down and play it and whatever, and they were doing eye tracking. And they saw that a lot of people were not actually looking at the game. They were just sitting there staring at the mini-map. So they were like, well, then we're moving that out of the way. <laughs> and, uh, like, uh, Horizon has a HUD that pops up only when necessary. Yeah. Um, so a bunch a bunch of games are doing this and it's it's really nice because um, you know in the beginning you just you, you just watched your character run across the screen. Yeah and like and like as you we You had to remember where everything was or write it on graph paper. I mean it depends <laughs> on how you wanted to play the game. But, right. But as as we went into three D and as we got more more ways to we got more and more information that we needed to know right now. Yeah. And they the screens just got crowded yeah and i i really like this moving back to to a time when we can because these games are gorgeous we should be looking at them while we're playing them and i think that that will i think that that will enhance our our enjoyment of the Mm -hmm. games and i think that that's a really cool thing that uh that they were able to track based on new technology and then take a step back and go oh okay
0: yeah well then here's this because i'll watch the mini mini map and just do everything with the mini map yeah i mean you can do that a lot of times so yeah I think it's cool. Yep. Um,
1: so there's a bunch of Overwatch news this week. Um, we're going to start off with uh, with the new map. Uh, the new map is Junkrat and Roadhog's Old Home, so it's going to be in uh, uh, Australia somewhere. Um, they talked about some some uh, differences that are going to be going down on D.Va at some point in the near future. Uh, we got a new... Um, we got a new movie for May. Did you watch that? I didn't. I, I've seen clips okay, you, of it. Okay, you, but... you, you should you should see that one in particular. It's it's really really interesting yeah. because she's she's such a cheerful character, and so it's to to see you know kind of where she came from and everything. It's it's yeah yeah. Um, but yeah. So and then the the other part is is massive mercy changes, mm-hmm. which my opinion this is something that's, that's been a long time coming because they haven't really messed with Mercy much. Yeah. Um, and and I, think, I think that overall these will be positive. I don't, I don't play on PC so I haven't gotten a chance to jump on the PRG and play it. But um, I'm looking forward to it because uh, I, I mostly play Lucio but I feel like that this will give uh, Mercy, Mercy mains uh, a lot more versatility. Um, I like the Valkyrie. <laughs> that that just seems really cool. Um, I'm I'm curious if it will make her super vulnerable, because I don't know how much evading she'll be able to do, how quick she can move in the air, things like that. Um, how easy she is to shoot out of the air. But uh, but hey, flying. Yep, flying is cool. Yeah. Um, you were
0: discussing the 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 change they made in
1: regards to Res on right. that. Uh, yeah, Rez, Rez was her ultimate, and it was like an area effect. Everybody comes back, and, and now it's you. Come back. Um, but so it's it's going to be also based on a timer. It's a 30-second cooldown, which I predicted. Um, and I, I, I predicted that to Tandem Cannon, and then it was confirmed later in the week. So I feel pretty good about that. Um so you know Blizzard. if you if you want to hire me to to figure out cooldowns balancing i'm I'm perfectly happy to do that for you um but yeah it's 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 a substantial change to to a very common character Mm. and so i'm looking forward to see uh how that how that plays out and i think that that this will this, this will bring mercy back in a pretty big way yeah so yeah pretty good
0: um i'm excited about sims 4 though at least i know people who are going to be excited about Sims 4 cuz they're getting pets they are getting and pets and that's one thing that i think is important at least in my life and in some people's lives is that, that fur companion and i think it's really great this is coming to uh, to Sims 4 um, i didn't see if this is coming to the console version as well yes it, it is. is okay it is so that's great but i still i don't know, i still don't know how to, how to know how to feel about sims on a console cuz they've never done it well in my opinion The PC's always been better on that.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 a game that's that's really designed for PC. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of PC, Mm -hmm. Age of Empires IV is coming out, which that that series has been dormant for a long time, (laughs) Uh, and and it's being made by Relic, which I think is good, um, because Age of Empires one through Mm three were the studio. Can't think of their name right now, but they they went on from that to do Halo Wars, yeah, and then they got shut down, but. but yeah so we don't we don't know anything about like gameplay or anything uh the footage if you're if you're watching this uh this is all we have and it just goes through a bunch of different time periods and it's like people have been fighting and killing each (laughs) other for (laughs) centuries and it's like
0: yep yep basically that's 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 what we're gonna do yeah and i I always loved the the first age of empires first and second age of empires um i think the third was i don't know it just me it did not work it didn't it didn't have the same spirit, and I think that the uh, first two have just a great um, a great setting and a great feel, especially when you're starting, like, in the first one. You start, and you're in, like, the Stone Age. It's like, go find some berries and hunt something. Oh, you learned you can plant those, tr- those plants. Oh, now you know how to farm. Yeah. Like, I think that's really cool to go back that far and then have the... L- you know, like, oh, you need a house. Yeah, it makes sense. I need a house. Yeah. Like <laughs> those very basic things. I don't know if this is gonna go back that far, but it's one thing I enjoyed about it. But we have the remaster to, to, to do that if we want to do that.
1: We do. Um, the HTC Vive also dropped in price from eight hundred to six hundred dollars. Uh, so, like, you'll still need the, uh, you'll still need the the PC to run it. Yep. But this is a considerable drop for for one of the more popular ones. Yep. So.
0: I mean, if you have a decent PC, uh, for six hundred dollars you get what is arguably the best VR setup. Yeah. Um, you know, in regards to graphics and and you know the controllers are unique, but they are um, they're very interactive and very immersive. Yeah. It's one thing that I that I do enjoy about it. Uh, I think that this is a this is a step in the right direction. But I have a feeling that what this is is, this is HTC distancing themselves and saying, "We're gonna make as much money off of this as we can uh, before we just stop making it or sell or sell it to another company, sell the rights to another company. Okay, uh, sell the it Vive. Um, it's not done near as well as they wanted. Yeah, and be, uh, part of that is because of the price tag. You have an $800 VR set and you need a $1,000 PC as well. Oh yeah, $600 yeah. probably can do it, but. That's a lot of money to ask an average person to to throw down fifteen hundred dollars to on a gaming setup. Yeah, I,
1: I think it's I think it's been really good though to see uh, how most most of the developers. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that it's important for for it to be able to to uh, for the games to be able to to move to different spaces yeah. because these are really expensive games to make and it's it's complicated on a level that you and I can't really yeah. <laughs> even understand, but. But it, these, these are much more complicated, much more more uh, demanding yeah. of developers. And so uh, I'm, I'm really glad that there's there's been uh, a lot of crossover,, yeah. so that the developers can can be helped. I, I right, when, right when they started, there were like five or six developers. Who who made their their VR game and then died? Yep. Like they did, the, those studios just disappeared and were no more. They and had so, no money.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no more money after yeah. that. Yeah,
1: and so I I feel like that it's I feel like that the that the VR scene is continuing to grow, continuing yeah. to improve, um, and I think that that bringing this down into into a reasonable price range is something that will be that will continue to be important mm-hmm. in in getting this to mainstream. I think that it's building momentum. It'll get there eventually, I hope. <laughs> but this this is an important step in the right direction. I agree. Um, speaking of steps in the right direction, uh, Rocket League and Nintendo <laughs> have, have have created a thing. What a great pairing!
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Rocket League, uh, Rocket League is coming to Nintendo Switch, and to bring that, of course, when they bring anything to Nintendo, they have to pair it with. Mario and with the rest of the uh, of the Nintendo family, yeah. which is is wonderful. Uh, I'm gonna buy this again. Um, the the, Mar- the Mario
1: the Mario Luigi uh,
0: cars are cool. Yeah, Samus's car is Samus's the best. Samus' car, I love it. Is great. Yeah, yeah, I'm I. I not only to have the cars, but also to have a portable version of Rocket League, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get this. Yeah, um, Rocket League is a great example of a game that you can jump in for. You know, I've been saying this for what, over a year now. Try, jump in for five minutes and play. Yep, that's it. Um, and Switch is a great console to just pop in for a short, you know, for a little bit of time and, and then pop out. Yep. So happy about that. Happy that Nintendo sees. The, uh, the light in that. It sees the money in it. I mean, Rocket League's made a lot of money. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's true. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: also on Switch,
1: uh, Pockin got a demo uh, in, in the U.S. and Europe. And so, if that's something that, that you were confused about, perhaps. <laughs> because that, that is a weird concept and I think that it's something that you need to that very few people would be able to go. Yes, I will definitely enjoy that thing that has been created. This is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. Because it's it's such a it's such an odd pairing. I think that this is a an example of something that kind of needs
0: a demo. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I'll be playing that and let you guys know what I think about it. Um, because I'm curious. I like Pokemon. I want a full Pokemon game on Switch, but since we're not getting that. Yeah. Maybe maybe this will tide me over for a yeah. little while. I have a feeling like it's not going to, but yeah, it's worth a shot. It's worth a shot. Something else that's worth a shot is Final Fantasy 15 coming to mobile. Um, I don't care about that as much. Uh, first of all, absolutely love the, the character uh, styling the, in this. The chibi, yeah. love it. So uh, I don't care about it as much that the fact that it's going to mobile as that they basically said it's coming to Switch. Their exact words were: "It rhymes with, or it, it sounds a lot like Twitch." Yeah. So, I'm excited about that because to play it on the go could be fun. Um, I think that this is this is a game that, um, you know, arguably there are reasons which that's interesting to see on <laughs> that version. Um, I think that you know a lot of people didn't like uh, Final Fantasy 15. Uh-huh. Uh, I think this change could. Um, I'm not gonna say make it better, but okay. let's say let's say um, make it. Uh, I don't know. Shine new light on things that could have been better in this type of world, in this type of car- uh, art style. Yeah. Honestly, if they did a Final Fantasy set seventeen and it lo- or sixteen and it looked like this, I'm yeah. okay with it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm fine with
1: the I'm fine with the art style. Um, the 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 story, the characters. There was there was a lot that I. I had issues with uh, on this on this particular game, but a lot of a lot of the issues did have to do with gameplay as well, yeah. and some some of the the things that were straight up broken mm-hmm. in the game. And so um, this is going to be released as kind of an episodic thing. I think they said it was going to be like 10, cha- 10 installments, um, and the first one is free, so you can you can jump in, and see if this is something that that you want to run around play, see what it is. And that's how it should be. So yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And uh, speaking of things that I like a lot, um, Horizon is is adding a new difficulty, and it's it's they're
0: calling it Story Mode, mm-hmm. which I think that was the same thing that it was called in Mass Effect. Wasn't yeah, so it? it's called, Mass Effect as well. Which this is this is going to uh, lower the difficulty uh, to make the game uh, Substa- more accessible. They, they, they said <laughs> they said
1: substantially easier yeah. because it is a very difficult game. It is, and and so the 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 way that they um, that always bothered me, that in like uh, her swinging. No, her sliding down on a rope with just her hands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she should she should have like a leather strap that she wraps or that she flat. Uh, she she her. does in in the game they do address that, but this is ah, the okay. footage we're watching is is from an earlier version. Okay. Anyway, but um, that's really cool because I was I was really enjoying the story, but uh, when it came to the cauldrons, mm-hmm. um, like my my. Method of playing this game is is all about stealth and all about sneaking around, and uh, it kind of had the same issues as uh, what's what's the cyber cyber enhanced sneaky game? Uh, Dishonored. No, uh, similar though. Um, But anyway, it had kind of the same thing where if you if you made a stealth build in Horizon, then you go to the Cauldron and it's like here we're just going to throw you in a room with a boss. Good luck. (laughs) <laughs> and it's like I'm
0: not prepared that's for this. These are game, these man. are not my
1: skills. And this those aren't optional, cauldrons,
0: ish. Okay, it's 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 pretty important. Because like in Borderlands, they have the um, they have these arenas that you pop into, which are basic quasi horde mode. Mm-hmm. You can skip them, right? So that's why I thought I'd ask. We did get uh, a new announcement of a new game that's that's coming out. God Trigger. God's Trigger. Yeah, Um, which it's intriguing to me. I'm curious. I mean, it's it's at least piqued my piqued my interest. Uh, I like the I like the art style, top down isometric. Um, There was uh, someone was saying uh, was comparing this to was it bullet what What was the game they were comparing this to? Uh, It 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 looks it looks
1: a lot like um, Hotline Miami.
0: Yeah. Yeah, with co-op, and, which which I love, oh. I love that game. And the art style almost looks like Borderlands again. Talking about that, the the cell shading uh, involved in it. Yeah, um, this this could be this could be really fun for a uh, for a uh, co-op, um, you know, couch co-op game. Yeah, sounds um, really cool. It's
1: it's also really fun because uh, this is the developer Techland who did Dying Light. Yes. And this is a completely different game <laughs> and I, I love developers who finish a thing and it's successful and they're like okay that was fun yeah. <sighs> sweep everything off the table ideas. now what can we do yeah and and the the, the developers and, and just going out and deciding to do something unique and different and fun I'm all about supporting that yeah so they've they've proven themselves had a surprise hit with with Dying Light was way more successful than most people expected it to be, and so uh, I mean it's 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 got the top down, it's got the twin stick shooting, yep. and co-op, and those <laughs> those are our favorite <laughs> things. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm I'm all about this. Really looking forward to it. Uh, so yeah, whenever whenever that comes
0: out, I'm gonna be playing it. Yeah, speaking of games that well, games we won't be playing because we don't play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, NBA 2K had a little misstep here, or I should say <laughs> they, they may I don't think they backed the wrong horse so uh, in regards to sports games the um, uh, the athletes themselves are always the focus that was after the whole like thing in the mid-90s when everyone was suing because people were using likenesses of football players and everything yeah. so NBA uh, 2K uh, 18 said hey this year's cover athlete is uh, what's his name, Kyrie Irving um, yep and uh, they're like, yeah, and apparently,
1: and so they they put him, They they were like, hey, this is going to be our cover artist. Yep. And there's there's like a weird curse thing that goes along with that, <laughs> which a lot of people are excited because Tom Brady's going
0: to be on the cover, and a lot of people don't like Tom Brady, and so the curse that's being fun. if you put them on the cover and you show artwork of them in a jersey. They will then be transferred to another team.
1: No, 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 no. That's what happened. That's that's what happened this year. <laughs> I thought that was the curse. No, no, no. They get injured or have a crappy season okay. or something happens that like once you once you're on the cover, nobody wants to talk about you anymore. Okay. So this is this is a, a new one because uh Kyrie Irving got traded to the Celtics. Yeah. Um and so if if they're they're either going to have to to reprint the the covers or maybe they hadn't printed them yet. But this is coming out next month, so there's a good possibility that there's good. a huge <laughs> stack, and we'll send them to Africa, like they do with the shirts with the wrong team. Like is is that, oh is I didn't that even think there? about
0: that. I didn't even think about that. Oh man, yeah. The amount. The question is, uh, is it more expensive to junk all of those discs? Or to unpackage them and repackage them and you know what yeah the cost of the physical cost of the media it's gonna be less expensive to just destroy every one of those copies and reprint them and you're gonna be out a dollar a dollar fifty per
1: yeah but NBA 2k like they printed millions I would imagine yep so I think (laughs) that they should sell them yeah for for ten dollars more yeah, because otherwise people are going to scalp them. <laughs> That's a good idea. So yeah, do it for $10 more, and then people would be like, oh, nobody's going to want to buy this. I'll buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to collect it, and in 20 years, it's going to be, ha-ha, I have this. That's what they should do. Yeah,
0: because it's not going to be worth it. It's going to be like those collector plates that they sell on... Um, QVC, oh, the, the, the NASCAR, and yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, this is going to be worth so much money. No, it's not, because the only people who want those bought them when watching QVC at one in the morning.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they don't make good. De- nobody makes good decisions while watching infomercials at one o'clock. Well, in the I was going to
0: say, what, what was the nothing happens? Nothing good ever happens after two a.m. or whatever. I,
1: I don't know, but they they're they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> lots of fun stuff happens at that time. Lots of fun. So, stuff. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying this is not Half-Life 3 this is not Half-Life Episode
0: 3 no it's
1: not but this is what we're getting yeah so uh, Mark Laidlaw who was who was uh, working working for Valve story department he was he was in charge of a lot of that uh, at the time and um, so he he released kind of like a a letter slash version of of Excuse me, uh, letter or or version of this that uh, that basically lays out
0: a potential ending. Yeah, for because for it's the ending allegedly that they he was working on back when he was working with them. Right. Um, I think that I don't know. I to me, um, for, uh, from a writer's standpoint, from an ethical standpoint, I think what he did was horrible. Okay, go Beca- on. Because. If you first of all i guarantee he signed nda stuff that he just he just violated okay second of all you worked on a project um and you no longer work on that project and then you spill the beans on what may or may not they they may or may not be still be working on if you worked if you worked on a set of game of thrones okay and then you quit fire whatever it is not even fired like you just you're going to your next job okay they're done filming and then you go hey guess what happens on season on episode seven of, guess what happens on the finale that's airing tonight as we're recording this yeah. if someone did that two weeks ago because they happen to be on set how would you feel about that
1: okay i think this makes it clear that no one at valve has any intention of releasing this game well because, because this, this there, there is there is there is Okay, this is this is one of those bets that you can only lose. Mm-hmm. There's no way that this will ever come out.
0: Half uh, epi- Half-Life Two Episode. This 3. This
1: version of yes. Half-Life Episode Three. Well, not now.
0: Cannot. No.
1: <laughs> and wasn't going to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of that, very quick aside. Um, Valve said quite a while ago, which I didn't report on because it wasn't really that big of a deal to me that they were talking about a uh, half-life 2 episode 1 episode 2 episode 3. that was supposed to be a, a half-life 3 and they decided to come out with it in an episodic fashion right so and that it when, could come out faster and then when people were like oh where's where's a half-life 3 they were like oh that real well, that was half-life 3 <laughs> so yeah it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's it's confusing they at one point they should probably come out with a Half-Life 3 but how long has it been since uh, I think it's been seven years since Half-Life Episode 2 you can double check me on that but I'm pretty sure it's been seven years since then uh, the lead writer who wrote ha- Half-Life 1 and 2 um, has said that they're, they've are they not contacted them and they're not doing anything so um episode Half-Life 2 Episode 2 was released in 2007 <laughs> oh I'm sorry ten years I was off by so a bit. decade ago a decade ago The the lead writer not uh, had said previously that um, that they hadn't contacted him. He had no intention to work with them. They had no intention of working with him ever again. So it's like it's not happening. And if it happens, it's going to be like a Mass Effect Andromeda situation.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that's that's some news. But if you if you've been looking for closure, Mm -hmm. I we think that this is probably the best the best
0: shot you have for it. Yeah. Um, it's more closure than Assassin's Creed meets Final Fantasy, because apparently that's going to be a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's.
1: So they're putting Assassin's Creed outfits into Final Fantasy Fifteen as free DLC because anybody was asking for that. Um, they're they're. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't... I don't get it. I don't know why this is happening, but it's a thing that is happening, and they—they are—they're putting it, they're just mashing those two together,
0: and and it—it it doesn't even—it doesn't even make any sense. Um, it's not unless they're just messing with us on a meta level. But <laughs> that—those are some expensive jokes. That's an expensive joke to to have me not understand why they're doing something to to a game franchise that I want to care about mm-hmm. and putting a game franchise that I still care about into the game for like I guess they think oh well it'll reinvigorate well, people to Final Fantasy XV. Right but like
1: I, I love ice cream and I love tacos. Yes. I don't
0: want them together. No. Don't put <laughs> cumin on your ice cream. Cumin flavored ice cream that I bet you can get it in Japan. Oh, you probably can <laughs>
1: You probably can. Now I want to make it just, to, just to, just to be yeah. disgusting. So speaking of things you can get in Japan, and the US, yep. Secret of Mana, since Second Deck Two is 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 coming to to the PlayStation, it's coming to uh, I think Xbox and definitely PC. They haven't announced it for Switch yet, which is kind of weird. Um, did you ever play Secret of Mana? I didn't. Okay, it's 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 an excellent game. Um, it's also one of the best uh, quasi turn. It's it's half turn based, half action. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, it's multiplayer too, mm-hmm. like co-op.
0: Okay. And I so didn't that.
1: yeah, so I think that this will be a really fun one for for you and Whitney to play. Yeah. Um, it's it, it's a great story. Uh, I like the art style. Highly recommend this. So whenever whenever it comes out, and they're bringing it to Vita, yes. So I'm gonna play it there,
0: there <laughs> because that's where I play my things. I have I have a theory which I thought about earlier this week when I was when I was when I was watching people report on this. Okay. And it has nothing to do with the game itself. Sure. So I say mana. Okay. You say mana. Yeah. And I think I know why. Okay. My first time ever hearing the word. All right actually spoken out loud mm-hmm. was playing Diablo okay because the sorcerer says I am out of mana and he okay. says mana not mana right but anybody who had who had been playing games beforehand you may or may not have had have have said mana or mana right but when Diablo came out since that was my big uh, experience with mana and hearing that over and over again okay I've said mana my entire life. Hmm. And that's my, I think that Diablo Diablo. has been the data-to-data, if you will, of of our gaming generation. Interesting. Because data and data, same thing. Right. But because I watch Star Trek, it's data. Yeah. (laughs) Did did you Um, hear that story, by the way, when they were on set? Or not on set, when they were doing the table read, the first table read. No. They were all reading Mm -hmm. the first episode. Yeah. And um, uh, Brent Spiner thought his character was pronounced data because that's how he'd heard the word said before okay and the first person to say the word was um patrick stewart who said data Mm -hmm. and they all stopped and went wait i thought it was data and another person went no it's data and they had this so then they had a rule from then on the first person to say whatever it is that's the pronunciation so that's the only reason that's awesome that's the only reason that that uh data is pronounced data instead of data is Holy because crap. is because they're like well that's how i read it so that's how it is <laughs> well that's how patrick stewart said it so that's how it is i mean that's, gonna, that's my opinion I, that's exactly
1: my opinion, my opinion um actually the reason that i pronounce it mana mm-hmm. is because mana
0: mm-hmm.
1: was uh was what the hebrews ate
0: mm-hmm.
1: um when they were traveling to cana correct so so for me these are these needed to be differentiated Okay. And so mana already had a a spelling, a definition, a, a use. Sure. And so mana, you know, just in case you're ever gonna get confused about whether you were talking <laughs> about magic or Israelites.
0: Isn't it the same thing though? They're both magical they're both magical things that you that you eat to give you energy of some sort. No, you don't eat
1: No. You you can have you can have a, a potion of mana. Mm-hmm. But the the magical power itself is what mana is. Mana uh, is not yeah, mana no, is it's
0: it, it's a power. It's that's not true. it's not a,
1: a an item.
0: Yeah, that's true. Because you're not like I'm gonna drink more mana. Right. You're like I need more mana. Give me the potion. Exactly. That's true.
1: So, um, and then we have a really cool story <laughs> about a game that we hadn't heard about. Yeah. Uh, it's called Darkwood, and it's released by uh, by Acid Wizard Studio. And now I'm giving them money because of the story. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, so they released it. It's it's a horror game on Steam, and they saw some people on there who were who uh, played it for a little while, and they're like. This is a really fun game, but I, I I played it for a little bit and then I returned it before before it came up because I didn't want my parents to have to worry about the 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 charges coming up. But I didn't
0: yeah, because, I didn't want them to freak out. Because or Steam you can you can return if you've played a, uh, under a certain amount of hours. Yeah, which you can which is return it immediately. Yeah,
1: so it's it's effectively a demo thing. And so they they liked this kid liked it enough yeah. to review it and be like, hey, I really like this game. I recommend people buy it. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And so. Uh, uh, acid wizard studio was like okay well then we'll just throw it on pirate bay yeah like <laughs> and, they, and they they released a, a a full unadulterated and they said they they, they even made some joke about um, we're not we're not even going to make you pay with pirate hat <laughs> play with pirate hats or anything and yeah, which so, would have been funny to just be like, "Hey, you ha- you get the game, yeah. but um, sorry, the, you have to play." So this is this is a horror game, and if you're watching the video, I, I highly recommend that you go check out the mm-hmm. video on this um, because uh, the the way that they've done lighting is really really wonderful, yeah. and that's lighting is one of lighting and sound. Mm-hmm. I think are the two biggest components if you want to make a game truly scary. Mm-hmm. So so they did that and they went ahead and put it on Pirate Bates full version and they were like, "Hey, if you like it and you're able, yeah. Please buy it. Please buy it," which I, I will. will do. Yeah, and so so I am I'm am really excited about about their their willingness to go out and do this. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I applaud the studio and I encourage you to go check out Darkwood and yeah. see if it's something that you like and if it is,
0: buy it. To me that was a smart move because for indie developers, uh, one, it's great marketing. Yes. Uh, two for an indie developer to say, uh, for, for indie developers for the most part, they are, what they want is they want people to play their games. That's really what every game developer wants, but what yeah. happens is money gets in the way. Where they're like, "Well, we have to make a profit." Well, and then you've got you've got
1: indies on the other end, like Jonathan Blow saying, yeah. "You know, I think that piracy is just the worst thing." And if you if you're trying to pirate my game, I think you're a horrible person, and I hope your kids die. <laughs> okay, that's not an exact quote. I paraphrase. That's basically but he was what he, he was really mad yeah. at pirates. Yeah. And uh, there's been a bunch of things like um, like when SimCity came out mm-hmm. a couple years ago, the game the game was Broken because they were trying so so hard to make sure that nobody was pirating it that only pirates could play it. Yep. And so so for for a studio to come out and be like, hey, so uh, you want to try a game? And then and then you maybe want to buy it? Yeah, it's only fifteen
0: bucks. Yeah. I mean, so for fifteen dollars, um, a a horror isometric game with some really interesting lighting, I think I think is great. I think Five Nights is like ten bucks. I mean, yeah. So to me. To me, I think this looks better than Five Nights at Freddy's. I know there's the whole um, there's the whole secret stories behind the stories that does intrigue uh, everyone on Fat there, there, there
1: is. Um I think that I I feel like Five Nights is is became what it was because of watching people play it or players reacting to it or whatever. Yeah. Darkwood to me looks genuinely
0: more interesting. Yeah. So I'm I literally to throwing here. it in my cart at this moment. There you um, go. <laughs> like I want to, I want to support the developer in this. I think that, um, I think that this shows the maturity involved when you, uh, and you know what, every single time I've seen a developer say, you know what, um, I'm going to give this out for free, but pay if pay if you want. Yeah. Every time that I've seen that happen, the game does very well. Mm-hmm. And the reason it does very well is because you have people who, of course, will pirate it no matter what. Right. But you have others who say yeah i appreciate i appreciate that gesture well once you once you reach a certain
1: a certain age because like there there were times i've pirated games before yeah because i had no money um i mean right now i'm kind of broke but <laughs> but i had i had some extra money so uh playstation's running a really fun sale right now and so uh i went and got king's quest i kind of want to start that over
0: and then stream me playing it with the girls i you think should. that'd be fun you should get the camera get the camera do the picture in picture yeah i think it'd be really cool yeah
1: um so so yeah, that's that's kind of what we've got going on this week. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so like once you reach a certain age and you're able to to pay for it, you you're able to appreciate. Hey, studios go out of business. We somebody has to pay for these games to get yeah. made. We have to support our developers, and that's something that we
0: we always talk about. Yeah. And it's like any anything with art, you have to support the creators. Yeah. And I want if I'm given a choice to support a creator. Then uh, that I appreciate what they have created, I will do that. Uh, there are some specific ones that we follow, that uh, like the next, uh, like the next Kojima game, which we know, hardly know anything about. I'm going to buy the next Miyazaki game. Whenever, whenever he talks about it, we're going to buy yeah. because we appreciate that artist. Uh, whenever you have that type of relationship, um, I think that's something that we that we're gaining again when it comes to art, when it comes to. Um, uh, when it comes to video games, which are art, so let us know in the comments what some of your favorite creators are and some of the ways that you like to support them, uh, if you can't support them just with uh, regular purchases. And speaking of supporting, uh, if you haven't subscribed to us on YouTube, uh,
1: go ahead and do that. Yeah. Uh, check the check the subscribe button. Yeah, it's and do... right
0: down here, <laughs> I think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Super Nintendo the Snes classic uh, is coming out next month and yep pretty much everyone that has uh, you know is is within our age group yeah is wanting one yeah because it, it, it's a it's a great
1: selection we talked about it it's it's an amazing yeah collection of games people and, who
0: don't play games want to want them because they played these games before yeah yeah you know, they're and, older now but but it doesn't matter I mean uh, like, you could... If, if, like, five of these games... Yeah. ...is worth the $80... And in my opinion, it is. Yeah. It is. And for a good, for a good accurate um, reproduction of it, which this is mm-hmm. supposed to be, um, uh, longer cord in this case than the Nintendo Classic, the yeah. three-foot cord for the Nintendo Classic that's just not worth it, um, the only problem is we now have a supply-and-demand problem, which...
1: Which Nintendo does all the bloody time, and they said they said that this wasn't going to happen. You can go back and listen. We did not believe them when they said it, and and we were right. They're they're creating a scarcity, and they're they're not making enough to make their customers happy. The majority of Nintendo customers who want to give them
0: money yeah. are not being provided for, including Am- me. I've Hold given on. up. Hold on. Amazon crashed this week. Yeah. GameStop crashed this week yeah that has nothing to do with the supply <laughs> they crashed their own their servers of these third-party companies because the demand is higher than the server can handle yeah so in my opinion I'm gonna play devil's advocate here we don't even know how many they're gonna make first of all <sighs> they're they' they have made more and are sh- and are, are doing pre-sales they didn't do with the Nintendo classic right they're doing is mo- they're putting out more and more and more Onto these servers. Yes, they sold out in a matter of hours, minutes. Uh, hours on Amazon. Yeah, and then a lot of those orders got canceled. I know two people whose orders got okay. canceled. So they literally crashed Amazon twice. They crashed Game GameStop servers. Yeah, it well, they crashed I, other people's servers. It, that has nothing to do with Nintendo. The demand it, is so high. I don't think Nintendo could really fill this out unless they keep doing them for the next couple of years. Okay. That's the Counter, only way to do it. Counterpoint.
1: If we didn't know that Nintendo was planning on screwing us with supply, we wouldn't there wouldn't be so many people desperate to jump in and buy it right now. If we thought this was something like if, if you just put up pre-orders yeah. and they were like, we will take care of pre-orders, pre-orders will be up for an hour. Yeah. Then we would go, Oh, okay, cool. Click. Yeah. and go buy it. Yes. But because because it's Nintendo, because yeah. this is the way that they do business, people expect there to be a scarcity. And so there's a desperation, and F5, 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 and people are refreshing. And so the, the
0: consumer behavior mm-hmm. is something that Nintendo has deliberately fostered and created. I'll counter-counterpoint that. With every person that I've talked to in my office who does not play games now but wants one of these... Uh-huh had no idea that Nintendo does anything with scarcity. They all heard that it was on the internet and all bashed the shit out of the servers. <laughs> they had no idea. They just wanted it. Okay. You have you have people who understand what Nintendo, Nintendo does from a business standpoint. All right. But th- with this product, you're not appealing to just gamers anymore. You are right. appealing on a nostalgic factor that you have 50-plus-year-old people that are like i, I really like that game i loved yeah. castlevania back in the day wait they have what they have they have donkey kong losing their minds have not played yeah. a game since the early 90s <laughs> so this isn't like nintendo has no idea about it amazon and GameStop both like i keep saying it because it's ridiculous how many times have you gone to amazon and you can't access amazon yeah i that's... once in my life and that was this week yep <laughs> Because the demand the demand is ridiculously high. Uh, the Nintendo Switch would be close to that, and I know Nintendo fosters a lot of that mentality of, of them having the cool products. My problem uh, with Nintendo is, is not what's happening now. My problem with Nintendo is what I foresee them doing after it comes out. Okay. And I'm not gonna be the guy who sits here and says, well, if you want one, just go to the store and camp out. I'm going to do that. Yeah. I actually have literally asked for the time off of work. But not everyone can do that. Not everyone is going to do that. So I'm going there and I'm going to do that. Not everyone can. My problem is that after that happens, because of Nintendo's practices, which is where I agree with you on this, Nintendo is not going to supply enough afterwards because the demand will still be there. Yeah, but and, they, and they've, they've already said
1: that they're only going to make it through the end of the year. Yeah,
0: That's where my problem is. To to meet the demand that Nintendo needs to meet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nintendo will need to keep making this through at least the end of next year. <laughs> yeah, because That's it's, the a, only it's way an do... amazing product. Yeah, it's an amazing product. That's the only way to do it. Or call it what it is. Limited edition. I think they say that. They didn't on the NES. Let me know if they said that on the, the Super Nintendo, because this, the Nintendo Classic, when it came out, they did not say limited edition anywhere, and I'm really curious if they said that on the Super Nintendo. My problem with Nintendo is that what they're they don't understand uh, their they don't understand the demographic is well. They're starting to understand it's older than it used to be. Used to be, they would just start just appeal to kids the entire time. They're realizing now that adults are playing it. They started that with a little bit with Wii, more with Wii U. But um, my problem is that you have the Switch, which is an amazing console. You can have this; that's great. 3DS needs to die out. Uh, 3DS is great. Shut down, shut down
1: all production of. of Yes old and new versions and the the 3ds that it's they're going to over. announce in the next three months it's it's
0: over the Let switch is more important for you as for nintendo uh for the future of gaming i'm gonna say that because okay. what they did when they sh- you had all these naysayers when the switch was announced that said it's a little tablet what does it yeah. matter well it's shown that it's a really great it's a really well-made tablet with it's a first party tablet like iPad. Yeah. It's okay. just a tablet. It's a really well made first party tablet that mm-hmm. has some really great peripherals on it and everyone. And wants it has to. controllers that work well, which is something <laughs> very that, well. Like tablets don't have unless kinda... you want to spend a lot of mo- extra money on. And I, then carry I've played,
1: I've played some pretty high end uh controllers on tablets mm-hmm. and it's it's still yeah not quite there
0: and you have to carry them around with you as an additional accessory as opposed to this where it's part of the packing design did they call it a limited edition they didn't they 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 just call it a
1: a classic edition people
0: have called it people have referred to it as as limited or whatever in regards to uh, in regards to websites but Nintendo Mm -hmm. themselves are not referring to it as a limited edition what they should do is they should say this is a limited edition they don't even have to say collector's item, just say limited edition, we wanted to bring a Super Nintendo, here's a limited edition product, because what they're doing, either way, you're going to feed the trolls, you're going to feed the people who are going to buy it and, and uh, resell it.
1: There was there was one that uh, went up for sale for $350 on
0: eBay. That person doesn't even know if they're going to really get it, though. Right. Those pre-orders keep getting canceled constantly.
1: Right. But they, they, they sold a pre-order. Yeah. Of an $80 product yep. for $350 yep. and it got bought in less than an hour. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, we want to give you money. Yes. Please just let us give you money. So yep. this is this is the same. We we don't we we don't swear a lot on our channel, but if you're listening with kids, then you know, <laughs> mute this next part. This is the same clusterfuck mm-hmm. we anticipated. Yeah. And it's bullshit that yep. Nintendo is doing this again. Yes. And so I'm not I'm not going to put any effort into getting this. Yeah. If I if I'm walking past and you know it, it happens to be there and I have eighty dollars in my pocket, I will buy it. That's <laughs> not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But I'm 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 not
0: gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chase them yeah. for this. I'm literally going to chase them because I want. And this is coming from a guy who has uh, who has ability to play all of these games elsewhere. Yeah. I want to see this product. I also will be uh, lending it to you for your playthrough of Zelda. Um, I may or may not, after all of that, uh, depending on how I like if I like it or I don't. I may give it to my nephew. I mean, I want him to play classic games, so I think that'd be that'd be really cool. Really cool, really good games, and it's a really quick way for him to access them. So. I'm buying it for the experience, even if the experience is going to be a short time for me. Yeah. Um, I'm also buying it because I want other people to be able to experience a product they might not be able to experience. Yeah. You may not be able to even see one. Yeah. So, uh, Nintendo,
1: I'm getting a Raspberry Pi, and I don't feel at all bad about that. I can I can spend a little bit less money. I'm a pirate it. Yeah. Because you are not taking care of me, the customer. It is your job as a company. Yeah. You you are creating a product. Your job is to make it possible for me to have it, yep. and you haven't done that. I still so I'm going I hired it. I'm yeah. not going to worry
0: about it. I still can't buy them all, buy these games on the Switch digital console.
1: Yeah, the the virtual console still doesn't exist, and it's it's, it's nonsense. Which... They they should they should okay they should release this when they do the virtual console. This should be a bundle
0: that they just give to you or sell for like fifty dollars. <laughs> Like, see, honestly, I would like buy great. Fifty, $50 dollars. I don't even care. I yeah. would buy this bundle of games. I would buy for fifty oh, dollars. There's some really great games in here, uh, and that would be for for Nintendo's price marketing that they usually do for yeah. these type of titles. I would easily buy this for fifty dollars. Um, it's it's worth that. But if you piece it out at five dollars a piece, which is what Nintendo will probably do, that's a hundred and. Uh, well, they were they were selling. Uh,
1: Super NES games were either $8 or $10 yeah. on the on the Wii U, and yeah. so that's
0: $160. they are not worth that much anymore if I can go grab a cartridge of these games for less. Yeah. Or like you so said, anyway. pirate it, which I don't condone doing, but it, like you said, if they're not going to give you a product where you can purchase it, yeah. I have no other way to buy these games. Uh, unless, unless I track down a refurb SNES just to make sure that it works, or, or uh, one that I know is quality and yeah. then track down the physical copies of every single one of these games and why not instead of making me go to a third party uh, to the to the uh, scalpers to yeah. to uh, to that why not just give me a way to buy it digitally it doesn't cost you very much at all you're already selling ROms on your digital store for the Wii U yeah. So, if you're already selling ROMs, just throw those ROMs on there, get someone to optimize and this will be done all within the end of the year. And I'm saying that because I know it can be done within the end of the year. You're a company that can do that and make a ridiculous amount of money. Finish it by the end of the year, start, I'd say, by November. November digital console should come out. If That's, that's what I would be doing. Okay. Put it out in November and then just start throwing out every single month a handful of ridiculously good games. And then a handful of like pretty good ones that some people may like, like Golden Axe, you know, okay, whatever. But you're missing so much money, Nintendo. Bundles, bundles, discounts for people who have your program. There's so many ways you can do this. Look at what Steam is doing, Nintendo. Look at what Steam is doing. Do you remember
1: before Steam came out, or before the the Switch came out, and we were talking about, (laughs) oh, I wonder if they'll let us transfer our purchases from the old virtual console. Remember
0: when we thought things like that? Yeah. Well, because they did with the Wii U and Wii, yeah. so we thought that they. We still. We've, so they've asked. They've been very adamant about people linking their accounts. Yeah. So we don't know. We still could have some type of transfer, which is what they did with the Wii U and Wii was, if you want to transfer it, it's a dollar per. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't Damn. have. I don't expect it to happen. But. So that's
1: our rant for this week. That, yeah. that is our main topic for for the the show. And we appreciate you sitting and and listening to us yell at a company that's clearly not listening. Yeah,
0: let us know if you want the uh, Super Nintendo Classic. Well, most of you do. How much effort
1: effort you're willing to put in to getting a Super NES Classic. See you later.